Book Seven, Chapter Twenty Two of The Boys and Girls Pliny, Volume Four. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Generous Horse. The Boys and Girls Pliny, Volume Four, Chapter Twenty Two. The Peculiarities of Animals The salamander, an animal like a lizard in shape, and with a body starred all over, never comes out except during heavy showers, and disappears the moment it becomes fine. This animal is so intensely cold as to extinguish fire by its contact, in the same way that ice does. It spits forth a milky matter from its mouth, and from whatever part of the human body is touched with this, all the hair falls off, and the part assumes the appearance of leprosy. Man excels most in his sense of touch, and next in that sense of taste. In other respects, he is surpassed by many of the animals. Eagles can see more clearly than any other animals, while vultures have the better smell. Moles hear more distinctly than others, although buried in the earth, so dense and sluggish an element as it is, and though every sound has a tendency upwards, they can hear the words that are spoken, and it is said that if you talk about them, they will take flight immediately. Among men, a person who has not enjoyed the sense of hearing in its infancy is deprived of the powers of speech as well. Among marine animals, it is not probable that oysters enjoy the sense of hearing, but it is said that the instant a noise is made, the sullen will will sink to the bottom. For this reason, silence is observed by persons while fishing at sea. Fish have neither organs of hearing nor the exterior orifice, and yet it is quite certain that they do hear for it is a well-known fact that in some fish ponds they are in the habit of being assembled to be fed by the clapping of the hands. In the fish ponds, too, that belong to the emperor, the fish are in the habit of coming each kind as it hears its name. So the mullet, the wolfish, the salpa, and the chromis have a very exquisite sense of hearing, and for this reason they frequent shallow water. It is quite manifest that fish have also the sense of smell, for they are not all to be taken by the same bait, and are all seen to smell at it before they seize it. Some, too, that are concealed at the bottom of holes are driven out by the fisherman, and by aid of the smell of salted fish, with this he rubs the entrance of their retreat in the rock, immediately upon which they take flight from the spot and though they had recognized the dead carcass as though they had recognized the dead carcass of their kind then they will rise to the surface at the smell of such odors such for instance as roasted sapia and polypus these baits are placed in the osier kipes used for taking fish they immediately take to flight upon smelling the bilge water and the ship's hold and especially upon scenting the blood of fish. The polypus cannot 
possibly be torn away from the rock to which it clings, but apply the herb canilla, and the instant it smells it, the fish quits its hold. Purples are also taken by means of fetid substances. As to the other kinds of animals, who is there that can feel any doubt that they possess the sense of smell? Serpents are driven away by the smell of hearts' horns, and ants are killed by the odors of organium, lime, and sulfur. Gnats are attracted by acids, but not by anything sweet. All animals have the sense of touch, even those who have no other sense. In the oyster and the worm, this sense is found. I am strongly inclined to believe, too, that the sense of taste exists in all animals, for why else should one seek one kind of food and another another? In this it is to be seen the wondrous power of nature, the framer of all things. Some animals seize their prey with their teeth, others with their claws. Some tear it to pieces with their hooked beak, others that have a broad bill wobble in their food, while others with a sharp nib work holes into it. Others suck at their food, lick it, sup in it, chew it, or bolt it whole. And no less a diversity is there in uses that they make with their feet, for the purpose of carrying, tearing asunder, holding, squeezing, suspending their bodies, or incessantly scratching the ground. Serpents will feed on eggs, and the address displayed by the dragon is quite remarkable, for it will either swallow the egg whole, if the jaws will allow it, and roll over and over so as to break it within, and then, by coughing, eject the shells. Or else, if it is too young to be able to do so, it will gradually encircle the egg with its coils, and hold it so tight as to break it at the end, just, in fact, as though the piece had been cut with a knife. Then, holding the remaining part in its folds, it will suck the contents. Scorpions live in the earth. Serpents, when the, an opportunity presents itself, show an especial liking for wine, although in other aspects they need but very little drink. These animals, when kept shut up, require but little aliment, hardly any at all, in fact. The same is the case also with spiders, which at other times live by suction. No venomous animal will die of hunger or thirst. The sphingium, and the satyr stow away food in the pouches of their cheeks, after which they will take it out piece by piece with their hands and eat it. And thus they do for a day or an hour, what an ant usually does for the whole year. The only animal with toes upon the feet that feeds upon the grass is the hare, and he will eat corn as well, while the solid-hoofed animals and the swine among the cloven-footed ones will eat all kinds of food, as well as the roots. To roll over and over is the peculiarity of the animals with a solid hoof. All those which have serrated teeth are carnivorous. Bears live also upon corn, leaves, grapes, fruit, bees, crabs, and ants. Wolves will eat earth even when they are famishing. Cattle grow fat by drinking, Hence, salt agrees with them well. All animals ruminate lying in preference to standing, and more in winter than in summer. The Pontic mouse also ruminates in a similar matter.
in drinking these animals which have serrated or canine teeth lap and common mice do the same although they belong in another class those which have the teeth continuous horses and oxen for instance sup bears do neither one or the other but they seem to bite the water and so devour it in africa the greater part of the wild beasts do not drink in summer through the want of rain the mice of libya when caught will die if they drink the ever-thirsting plains of africa produce the oryx an animal which in consequence of the nature of its native locality never drinks and which in a remarkable manner affords a remedy against drought for gaetulian bandits by its aid fortify themselves against thirst by finding in its body certain vesicles filled with the most wholesome liquid in this same africa also the pards conceal themselves in the thick foliage of the trees and then spring down from the branches on any creature that may happen to be passing by thus occupying what are ordinarily the haunts of the birds with what silent stealthiness with what light steps do cats creep towards a bird how slyly they will sit and watch and then dart out upon a mouse end of chapter 22 end of book 7